Welcome to Pelly Biz Podcast. I'm Dr. Kelly Alhui. I have grown an established brick and mortar practice in Northern Virginia called Ortho Pelvic Physical Therapy and also founded Pelby Biz, which is an online business consulting company that helps healthcare providers make more money and be healthy while doing it, especially in the pelvic health realm. Let's get into today's episode. Today, I'm going to talk about why everything you should create should be an asset. And assets can mean so many different things, but today I'm gonna talk about assets and how you're going to actually create them, keep them, and keep them actually going and working for you. So let's get into it. So what is an asset? Most of you are probably thinking. An asset could be your building, brick and mortar practice, an asset could be your company, an asset could be online products, an asset could be anything that is going to give you a return on what you're investing in it. It could be an employee. Um, There's many different assets. And so today I'm gonna talk to you why if you don't have assets, how to create them and how to keep maintaining them. So let me start out with people that are brick and mortar practice owners. So when you're a brick and mortar practice owner, assets, like I said, could mean um, staff and employees. You're going to rely on employees to show up to work so that patients can actually be seen. And if they don't show up, then you don't have a business. So. Uh, you rely on them for that. So those are assets. So what can you do to help support those assets? So maybe some people would say, well, maybe we should come up with a health protocol so that all employees can be healthier and have less sick days so that they are able to have energy for the patients and be able to, uh, you know, live happier and healthier. I say that's a great plan because your employees are healthier and happier, then you're going to be more productive overall as a company and be able to move and and run forward. Now, the other aspect of that is, let's just talk about a brick and mortar company in general as an asset. When we're talking about creating an asset, I have people come into my coaching programs and they say, hey, Kelly, I want this to be my retirement plan or I wanna retire soon, how am I going to retire? Well, you can make your company an asset uh, by you pulling yourself out of the company, out of treatment, okay? You're still in the company, but you can pull yourself out of the company and be able to uh, do the thinking and visionary work on how to actually move the company forward. And the company becomes an asset when you are not physically working one-to-one with a patient because now you are on like basically, not the sidelines, but kind of on the back end of it to where every single day does not, they do not rely on you showing up to see a patient at a very specific time to then bring in income. You're bringing in income by the way of how you're thinking and envisioning and marketing and any of the back end business stuff, that's how you're helping grow your practice. And that's how you create an asset. You want something that can actually be able to continue to grow um, even without you there. So that's really, really important. And you know, I've been able to do this with Orthopelvic is be on the back end and just be the visionary person 
and have it continue to run so that it's an asset and it can run even if I had a medical issue or a health issue. So I think that's very important for people to understand because most providers just want to keep treating the patient. There's nothing wrong with that. You can do that, but at some level, you're compromising your business a little bit because you're not able to think and be able to lead people and help the employees because you're in the business instead of you working on the business or outside of the business so that the company can grow and you do have an asset that's going to last for you know ever and ever and can actually be your retirement plan. So I think that's a big, big lesson that they do not teach us in school. The other thing is, I would say when you are working, let's just say a patient wants an HEP, a home exercise program, and you are in the clinic and you're maybe you're filming them exercising, maybe afterwards you're making your own videos and sending it to them, maybe you're just, uh, you know, getting it off of MedBridge, wherever you're doing your thing from, when you're spending time going to MedBridge and calculating and getting... Every little exercise that you gave them might be six or seven of them. That's like probably going to take you about 10 minutes to do that. That is a waste of your time in my eyes. You're not creating an asset. How you can create an asset instead is think about, you know what? Most people with low back pain, I give this exercise too. So I'm going to go ahead and record myself, put this in a library online somewhere. And then what I'm going to do is potentially sell an online course that's then going to allow me to have an asset now. So not only am I building up my in-person because I'm helping people in person, but I'm also then have an asset that something's online that I can repetitively use over and over and over again that doesn't take away any more of my time, the time that it actually took me to create the thing. So I think that's very important that when you're working on anything in the business, is it an asset for you? And if it's not, then you should ask yourself, why am I doing this? What's the point? So I think HEPs are a great example that so many of us waste so much time doing them. But the reality is you can systematize that and you can create it as an asset, not only in the brick and mortar practice, but also online. So I think, I think that's something uh, really important to hit. Uh, what else? A brick and mortar uh, practice, let me go back to that, brick and mortar practice can also be an asset because potentially you can purchase your building and that becomes an asset as well because your company then can rent out from you as a landlord and then you can kind of double dip from there. So not only can your company be an asset, but the building that your company is in could be an asset. So again, what's going to happen with that is you're going to continuously be paying your the building that you own and then that is also going to be bringing in revenue so again creating assets on top of assets is is, is very important now let's go back to online online the other thing i see is that you, how you can create assets is Many of us do telehealth sessions and those telehealth sessions are live. And I started to think to myself, why do those telehealth sessions have to be live? I pretty much have seen thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of patients uh, with these conditions. Not that everyone's the same, everyone's a little bit different, 
but can I not create a standard protocol, which I have for every condition, that is how we in, in general treat these conditions? And the answer is yes, because I've created it, the written form of it. And now I'm thinking, well, since I've created the written form, why don't I create the video form of it? So then why don't we have pre-recorded videos that not only if someone doesn't want to come in and see us in person, that they can also see us online with some kind of product. And I think, uh, you know, that's really important to have because then you're creating another asset and while you're creating the online asset, it's also going to help the in-person asset, uh, because you're going to have both of them going at the same time. So I think most of us just think, oh yeah, telehealth, telehealth. And we just stop there. Like that saves them from not having to come into clinic, which is great. We also get to see what's around their house and we can make modifications and it's not a staged environment. So that's great. But how else can we have these assets continuously work for us while we're actually sleeping uh, in the online space to where people want, you know, more and more of that, uh, where people don't have time and the carve out time for childcare to come in for an actual visit. And then they're like, oh, I don't know if that's going to help me. People want things now. And if it's on demand, it's now, it's uh, easy to access, access whatever you want. Like people want that. So instead of having a schedule of this day, this time, like they could just pull it up whatever and, and start doing their stuff that they need to be doing. So I think that's really important with assets is continue to build and just reminding yourself that if I'm doing something, how else can this be repurposed, reshared, um, re-edited? Uh, where else can this go so that you're double dipping on everything and not just creating, 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 and then you get creator fatigue and you don't have any assets because now you're burnt out and nothing's working because you're trying to do online and brick and mortar all at the same time and it just doesn't go. So um, just, you know, remember everything is an asset. It's just how are you going to utilize it? So I'm going to leave you with that today. I want you to think about that and comment below, what is your asset and what are you trying to create? Bye guys. Are you ready to live the life of your dreams? If so, make sure you book a call with me so that we can help solve one problem. Thanks so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, and comment below so that we can continue to make more content and give you the best of the best.